Thanks for checking out the One Church podcast today. If you are new to One Church and want to learn more about us, you can always check us out at imonechurch.com. Now, here's Pastor Brian Sparks. John 10, verse 3 through 5. This is kind of my theme verse for this uh, whole series. John 10, verse 3 through 5. Jesus is speaking, and he says this, To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Amen? If you're taking notes today, you can title this message in frequency, Loud and Clear. Loud and and clear. Lord, I thank you right now for the word of God. I thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you that every ear in here is open and receptive to hear your word. Lord, they didn't come to hear a word from man. They've come to hear a word from you. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd use me to speak to the hearts and the lives of your people. Let every life be changed. Let no one lead the same in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. loud and clear. Uh, you know, last week we kind of kicked off this series with, uh, can you hear me now? Uh, and, and, and just to kind of let you know, if you, maybe you missed last week, uh, because you're not as saved as people who didn't, but just kidding. Uh, but maybe you missed last week, just to kind of let you know, like, we, we need to understand something that God is wanting to speak to us. God, God is a speaking God. God wants to talk to us, and he talks to us in a lot of different ways. I've never had God speak to me in a loud, audible voice. That's never happened to me. I want it to, but it's never happened, right? But God still speaks. God gives us little nudges. Come on, God, God, God does these little things. Sometimes he speaks through other people. Most of the time he speaks through his word, right? But he's always speaking. He's talking. He's communicating. I can't tell you how many times I've read the Bible. And it's amazing that sometimes I'm reading along and a verse jumps out at me that I've read probably a, a hundred times before. But for some reason in the season of life that I'm in, God knows I need that word for right now, right? And so God is speaking to me. He, he's speaking, and, and God wants to continue to talk to us, and he wants to speak to us because he, he wants to make sure that we are on the right track. My sheep know my voice. But here's the deal is that most people treat God like he's an emergency radio. Where we know where he's at if we need him. When, when everything goes bad in our lives and everything goes horribly and our marriage is on the rocks or our job is is not going well maybe we found out we got uh we're getting laid off and everything seems to be going horrible in our lives then all of a sudden we run to god and we begin to try to tune in to what are you saying god what are you speaking now i i, I need to hear your voice right now i need i need to know what to do in my life right now and the truth is is that while you can go to god and you can speak to him during the storms and the emergencies of life we can also go to him when everything is bright when everything is sunny when everything is lovely when our marriages are going good when our kids don't act like they're on crack when everything is going great in our lives we can go in and we can listen and tune into the voice of god 
God wants us to tune in. God wants us to listen. God wants us to hear his voice for everyday life, not just when we need it most. A lot of people do that. Man, you see, they're in church and everything is going bad in their life and then God delivers them and sets them free and everything is going good and whatever they came in with is good now and then bye. I'll see you the next disaster. If it helped you in the midst of the problem, come on, why wouldn't we continue to do it? Why wouldn't we continue to listen to what God is saying and what God is speaking? God wants to speak to you. Now, I think there's some people that are in this room right now. There's some people that are watching online right now that are saying this. No, God probably wants to speak to someone, but he don't want to speak to me. Uh, God probably, the super Christian the, the person that's like got it all together, uh, that doesn't have any issues. Now, God probably definitely, most assuredly wants to speak to them. But when it comes to me, God doesn't want to speak to me. Because there's a scale in Christianity. And between you're a heathen and Jesus... I, I'm somewhere near the bottom, right? I, I'm nowhere. I, I'm not on this scale. And so God's wanting to only speak to the ones at the top. God's only wanting to speak to the, to the pastors and the preachers and the worship leaders. That's where God wants to speak. Can I just tell you that God wants to speak to all of us? God wants to talk to all of us. I love this. I saw a lady wearing a shirt the other day, and it said this. I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. <laughs> And I thought, just own it, girl. That's what I'm talking about. Just own that. You know, I I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. You know, the truth is, is that she owns, you know what? I'm not perfect. I still got some issues. I still, I'm still working on me. Jesus hadn't got me there yet, but I'm working on it. I'm getting there. I'm going to be there and I'm not giving up. I'm going to tell everybody that I still love Jesus. If something slips out of my mouth, guess what? I still love Jesus. The thing is, is that she loves Jesus. She just don't love everybody else. And so she's going to cuss a little at you, right? She's going to let you have it. People like that think, well, I'm on the low end of the scale. And so God doesn't want to speak to me. God doesn't want to talk to me. God, God, God wouldn't want me to hear his voice. God, God doesn't want that. But here's, here's what's amazing about that is that as a parent... I want to speak to both of my kids regularly, right? I I want to talk to them, and there's never been a time in my life. Now, there's been some time when I thought, you know, I brought you into this world. I can take you out, right? There's been some times in my life, in their life, when they've done some stuff that's really wrong. Sometimes they do it accidentally, and there's been some times in their life when they've done it on purpose. They did it, and they knew they weren't supposed to do it. But there has never been a time in their life when I said, you know what, I'm done speaking to you because you've messed up too much. 
I'm done speaking to you because you know what? You're not good enough. I'm done speaking to you because you did that willingly and so I can't have anything to do. There's never been a time in my life that I've done that. No, what I do is no matter what you do, no matter how much you mess up, no matter how many mistakes you make, I love you unconditionally. You're my kid. It doesn't matter what you do. You're still my kid. And that's the way God looks at every one of us. He says, you know what? You're still my kid. You, yeah, you, you cuss a little, but that's okay. You're still my kid. I love you. I care about you. And there is no scale. God loves you no matter what. God cares about you no matter what. And when we begin to listen and tune in and we hear a voice say, you don't measure up. You're not there yet. You've made too many mistakes. Don't ever think that you're tuned in to the frequency of God. Because when you hear that, you've tuned in to the frequency of religion. And now I'm hearing a voice that says, oh, it's what I do that earns God's love. And if that's the case, then you've tuned into exactly the wrong thing. Because whenever I tune into God's voice, it's no matter what you do, I love you. I care about you. I'm on your side. Can I just tell you, God is for you. God is for you. Now, just to clarify, because some of y'all heard it differently, I didn't say God is out for you. God isn't standing on the edge of glory waiting on a moment. Right? He's not waiting for you to mess up. He's not waiting for you to make a mistake. He's not waiting for you to fail. And as soon, oh, there she, Misty, you just messed up. Guess what? Boom. (laughs) Bringing it all on you. I'm disowning you. I'm not talking to you. I don't want anything to do. No, God isn't doing that. God is for you. He's so for you that he sent his son, Jesus, to pay for all of your sins, to pay for all your failures, to pay for all your mistakes so that he could have relationship with you. God is for you. Matthew 1, 23, I love this, and this is not Christmas, but guess what? Still good. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God with us. See, God is a personal God. God wants to speak to us, and he wants to walk with us. That's why we need to begin to tune into this frequency and begin to hear God's voice. It's because God is all about having a personal relationship with you. And we have people that say, oh, God doesn't speak anymore. And again, I'll go back to this. In, the, in, the, in the, my message last week, I told you, in Genesis 1-3, he spoke. And in Revelations 22, he's still speaking. Right. The Bible says this, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he spoke in the beginning and he spoke at the end, he's still speaking. I believe God still speaks. Dallas Willard said this, and I love this. He said, if God doesn't speak today, then the greatest disservice we could ever do to people is to tell them that they can have a personal relationship with God. The greatest disservice that I could do, here's the deal, is that how can you have a personal relationship with anyone that you don't speak to? You can't. You can know of someone, but you don't know someone. 
right? You can know about somebody, but you don't know. How many of you know that it's, it's this communication between my wife and I that keeps us on the same page? And without communication, there is no intimacy. Ain't happening. Right? We're not going to know what's going on in each other's lives. We're not going to know anything. And God is wanting to speak to us because he wants you to know that he wants a personal relationship with you. Today, I want to give you just a few things. I want to give you a few reasons why God speaks. And I want to give you a few things that God speaks. Okay? A few reasons why. And a few things that. Now, certainly this is not all of why. And this is not all of that because we don't have that much time, right? But, but I want to give you just a few things. And I think these are some of the most common reasons why and the com- most common things that God speaks. Are you ready? You got it? Yes. Number one, God speaks to facilitate friendship. God speaks to facilitate friendship. It says this in Exodus 33, 11. It says, so the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. The Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. You know, uh, how many of you got a best friend? Yes. Right? You got a best friend. Anybody got a best friend? You need some friends. Get in community groups, people. If you don't have a best friend, you need to get in community groups and say, and just go up and ask, just ask somebody awkwardly, will you be my best friend? Why not? I mean, what you've done hasn't worked so far, so you got to have a best, how many got a best friend? BFF, come on. Uh, My best friend lives in Hammond, Louisiana, and uh, his name's Scott Boney, and I love Scott Boney uh, because he's just awesome. And here's the deal is I still love him even though he moved a long way away from me. He moved, I did not move, He's he's the one that's at fault. And I still love him. I still care about him. I still, I, I still love to talk to him. And, and what has kept us in communication is that, the, or, or what has kept us, our friendship going is communication. Because we still talk on a regular basis. We pick up the phone and we call each other and we talk to each other. And, and, and it, this keeps this open line of communication going. And so we have remained friends for a long time. I love him. But here's the thing about your best friend is you don't have to act like somebody you're not. You don't have to, you, come on. They know the crazy you. They, they know the person that has done some really crazy things, some shady stuff. They know that person. They, they, know, they know the one that, you, you know, you, you're coming out and you've done some stuff and you go, don't tell anybody that I did that, right? I don't tell anybody I said that. Don't tell anybody I did that. That's between me and you, right? It doesn't leave this room. You, they know that person. You don't have to be somebody you're not. But when it comes to God, we think, well, I got to be something different. So I got to put on a suit. And I got to say these and thou's, right? Because everything is more uh, spiritual when you speak in King James English. That's just the way it is. So thou, Lord, are wonderful. This is thine servant coming to thou. I don't pretend like I need to talk to my best friend. I can, hey, man, what's up? How's everything going? 
You, I, I come to him because he knows me. He knows who I am. He knows how I speak. He knows what I'm about. And so I can come to him and talk to him. I don't have to be somebody that I'm not. And God says this, I want to speak to you face to face like I speak to a friend. Like you speak to a friend. I want you to come to me and I want you to talk to me. I want you to speak to me. I want you to be a friend to me and I'll be a friend to you. The other thing about a best friend is I can talk about anything. I can talk about whatever's going on in my life. I can talk about anything that's going on in my life. And here's the thing is they talk about what's going on in theirs. A lot of Christians have one-sided relationships with God. God, I'll tell you about what's going on with me, but I don't have time to hear about what's going on with you. And if, I, if you treated your best friend that way, they wouldn't be your best friend very long. Right? Be like, this is over, right? This, isn't a fr- this is a one-sided friendship. It doesn't work. One-sided friendships don't work. And so here's the thing, is that when we talk to God, we should say, God, here's what's on my heart. Now, what's on yours? Because God wants to speak to us face-to-face like he speaks to a friend. God speaks to facilitate friendship. The second thing, God speaks to direct you. Isaiah 30, verse 21, it says this, Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. God wants to speak to direct you. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. You know, uh, one of my favorite apps for directions is Waze. Anybody use Waze on the Waze train? Come on, I love Waze. And uh, there's a lot of reasons I love Waze. Uh, one, because it, it tells you if, if a cop's been spotted. <laughs> the other reason I really love Waze is because it gets up-to-date traffic information, yeah. right? It gets all this up-to-date traffic information, and, and it lets you know what's going on. And, ha- uh, you know, there's a slowdown. Yeah, like, it's telling you all of this stuff that's going on. So it's really great uh, for people who have uh, road rage and hate traffic. It's really great for those people. Uh, And one day I'd put in uh, my app and I was headed somewhere and I'm cruising along and I kind of knew where I was going, but I wanted to know the direction. Like if anything pops up, if anything happens, like I want to know. And I'm cruising along, I'm driving along, everything is going good. And then Waze tells me exit, right. And I was like, this ain't the exit. Come on, girl. You're wrong at this point, right? Exit, right. And I was like, this is I've got a long ways to go. This is not the exit. So I kept going. I pushed forward because ain't no woman going to tell me what to do. I'm a grown man. Who are you to tell me what to do? So I pushed forward, driving along, and Waze comes on, and she goes, exit right said, you're crazy, girl. What are you talking about? I'm not exiting. There is a long road ahead of me. I'm nowhere near the exit. And at that point, I came over the top of the hill and saw my worst nightmare, a traffic jam. 
And because I wasn't willing to listen, the moment that I needed to listen, there I sat in a traffic jam for an hour because I wouldn't listen to what she was saying. Can I tell you this? That sometimes you're sitting in the middle of a mess that you got yourself into. God is saying this, exit right. No, no, exit right. You need to get off of the, you're not headed the right direction. We say, God, I know better. Come on. I know where I'm headed. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your advice. I don't need you to tell me what's going on. I, I, I can do this. I don't need you. And so we keep going. And then all of a sudden we end up in a mess. God, where are you? Why didn't you speak to me? See, I couldn't blame the app for what I wouldn't listen to. I, you Don't blame God for what you didn't listen to. Don't blame God for some directions that you didn't follow. God wants to speak to us. He's saying this. You will hear a voice behind you saying, go right or go left. And I want you to know that when you listen to me, I'll direct you. I'll keep you out of the messes of life. I'll keep you out of the things that you, that you shouldn't be in. I'll keep you out of that if you will just take time to listen to me. Third thing, God, the reason why God speaks, I think, is God speaks to change our perspective. God speaks to change our perspective. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Some of you need a perspective change. Because what you're seeing looks bad. What, what, What I'm preaching is good. What God says in his word is good. But what I'm seeing is bad. We need our perspective to change. The Wisconsin Badgers were a college team playing a football game. And on this particular day, they were losing horribly. Kind of like the Longhorns would. (laughs) About on that level. It was a free jab. I'm sorry. It was a free jab. I had to take it. I apologize. Forgive me. Gig them. But back on track. The Wisconsin Badgers were playing a football game and they were losing awful. They were they were they were in a in a really bad state. But what was amazing is is that the stands were packed with Wisconsin Badger fans. And they're all sitting there and they're cheering like they're winning. The, the, the football team on the field was kind of like, what is going on? Why are they cheering like we're winning? Why is this going on? Why is this happening? And after the game, they found out something. that, that they were, the, the team was losing so bad that the audience, the crowd, had put in earbuds and were listening to the Milwaukee Brewers play a baseball game that was happening at the exact same time and the Brewers were winning. And every time they would score, the crowd would stand on his feet and cheer. 
See, the crowd was looking at defeat. But they were listening to victory. And there's times in life when you need to get in there and you need to say, I know that what I'm looking at is defeat. I know that what I'm looking at isn't working out. I know that what I'm looking at is a failing marriage. I know that what I'm looking at, but God, your word, I'm listening to your word. And your word says, come on, I can walk by faith and I cannot walk by sight. I can stop looking at my defeat. And I can start listening to your victory. I can tune into what you're saying. Some of you need to stop paying so much attention to what you're seeing. And you need to start listening to what God is saying. I got to go. Where does time go? I, I need at least, y'all, how many will give me five more minutes? Come on. It's five, 10, 15, 20, 25. We're good. We're good. I got it in that. I can handle it. I can handle it. All right. God speaks to change our perspective, but we have to listen. We have to tune in. We have, we have to actively engage in tuning into what God is saying. 1 Kings 19, 11, verse 12. I love this passage. And then God said to Elijah, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountain and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And God was in the whisper. God could have been in anything that he wanted and he chose to be in a whisper. In something so still and so quiet that you have to lean in and listen. What does God whisper? I think the first thing that God whispers, he whispers encouragement. He whispers encouragement. Isaiah 55, verse 3, it says this, Pay attention. Come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I'm making a lasting commitment with you, the same that I made with David. Sure, solid, enduring love. You know, when my daughter was... Young, one of her favorite games to play was the whisper game. And she would lay down, we would lay down beside each other on the floor, and she'd say, Daddy. I said, What? She said, Let's play the whisper game. All right, whatever you want. And so I'd lean over and I'd whisper, Brayley. she would lean back and she'd say, Daddy, I love you more. (laughs) And I would lean back over and I'd say, Braylee, you're my favorite girl. And she'd lean back and she'd say, Daddy, you're my favorite daddy. (laughs) 
And I love this because Elijah is going through hell on earth. People are out to kill him. People are out to get him. And we see a father show up and whisper to a son, I love you. It's going to be okay. I'm on your side. I'm fighting for you. I haven't left you. I won't forsake you. Don't give up. Don't quit. See, but you've got to lean in to the whisper. Some of you need to hear the whisper today that God loves you, that God is for you, that God cares for you, that he's on your side, that he hasn't quit on you, that he hasn't given up on you. But you need to lean in to the whisper. got to lean into the whisper. I'm going to just stop right there. We got to lean into the whisper. We got to lean into the whisper. Church, you need to lean into the whisper. Some of you just with every head bowed, every eye closed, you need to lean into the whisper. For he has loved you with an everlasting love. His love will never fail you. It will never leave you. He cares for you. He, he, he wants so much to have a personal relationship with you, but you need to lean in to the whisper. You got to lean into the whisper. First Samuel 3, 9 says this, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And God, today, the prayer of our heart is, God, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. God, we want to hear you. God, we want to know your voice. God, we, we need you to guide us. God, we need, we need your friendship in our life. God, we need you to whisper encouragement because right now it looks like we're going through defeat. It looks like everything is going wrong in our life. And God, I need to tune into the frequency of heaven that says it's going to be okay, that I am on your side, that I am fighting on your behalf. God, I need to hear your voice say that you love me, that God, you care about me. Lord, we lean into the whisper. God, we lean into what you're saying and what you're speaking. God, we lean in. Lord, we thank you for your presence in this place. There's no one like our God. There's no one like Him. There's no one like Him. Come on, it's okay just to pause. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're wonderful. Lord, you're beautiful. Thank you for a father's love thank you for caring for us thank you for leading us thank you for guiding us maybe you're here in this place you say Brian I don't know Jesus I've never honestly heard a message about a personal God desiring a personal relationship 
heard lots of messages about religion saying that I need to straighten up and I need to fly right and I need to do and I need to behave. And today I need a relationship with Jesus Christ. Today I need to tune into the voice of heaven. Today I need to have a relationship with the God who loved me so much. Lord, we thank you. Maybe you're here in this place and you say, Brian, I know Jesus. I've asked him to be the Lord of my life. I've asked him into my heart. But the truth is, is that I've turned off the frequency. I've, I've turned off the relationship with God. Today I want to come back. I won't embarrass you. I won't call you forward. But if you say, Brian, that's me. I need Jesus. I need this relationship. If you say, Brian, that's me. I, I need to rededicate my life to Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. No one's looking around. If you say, that's me, I'm going to ask you just to slip your hand up on the count of three and then you can put it right back down and we're going to pray a prayer together as a church family. And I believe this. When you pray this prayer, if you believe it in your heart, your life will never be the same. I didn't say it'd be perfect. But change begins now. Brian, that's me. I need Jesus in my life for the first time. Or I'm rededicating my life to him. On the count of three, slip your hand up and right back down. One, two, three. Just put your hand up and right back down. Amen. 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 See those hands. Amen. Can we pray this prayer together as a church family? Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Take my sin. And by your grace, I take your righteousness. I make you the Lord of my life. I give you all that I am. I hold nothing back. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Come on, give it up for every person that prayed that prayer today. One Church, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If this ministry has blessed you in any way and you would like to contribute financially, you can go online to imonechurch.com slash give. If you chose to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior or rededicate your life to Him today, then you can text Decided to 33733 so we can celebrate with you. Thanks for listening and have a great week.